Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know by now, this is a podcast in which we like to take big, giant topics and break them down into little tiny bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help you through change. Uh, We love change. We enjoy talking about it, ruminating about it, and finding as many tools as we can put in our toolkit to help ourselves and help others through change. So this week's tool that we want to talk a little bit about is the RAIN model. And I'm going to do a full confession that I had never heard of this model until I heard uh, it talked about on the amazing podcast, The Happiness Lab, with my new superhero, Dr. Lori Santos. Um, And so today we just wanted to chat a little bit about the RAIN model, what it means, how to use it, what it meant when we first heard about it, all those fun things. Rod, what would you add into the mix? Yeah, let's, so I'm going to do the, the honors of uh, describing the, the model, but I, I must say I th- there's there's part of our podcast which is a little bit of a fan club for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally. I am fully fangirling for Dr. Lori Santos. Full fangirl action right now, not going to lie. That's right. Me too. I'm, but fan... Is it fan guy fan, or fan, fan boy? Guy. I don't fan boy. I don't know. Either way, we're both fans. <laughs> All right. So let me. Um, so the rain model. Just to start, uh, you know, starting with a description to ground ourselves, is um, something that's developed by a person named Tara Brack or Brock. It's B R A C H, and it's right. it's a it's um I think she's a mindfulness teacher or. However, she, uh, that's her, what she does a lot of now, if you look her up online. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so the, the RAIN is an acronym, it, R-A-I-N, and it's, it's, a, it's one of these easy to remember acronyms that help you practice mindfulness and compassion for yourself. When, when in and a you situ- know, we are down with compassion on this podcast. Yes. We heart compassion. Yes. Oh, yeah. If there's like the one, uh, the underlying message that we come back to remind ourselves and try to remind others is is to have compassion for yourself as much as you would for anybody else yep so in the you know when we've talked before about um the fight or flight mode that your brain can get into um and when you're you're reacting to something and you're feeling the emotion you're feeling your body the blood flowing and your you know your Mm. vision tunneling and and it's one of the, it's yes. a it's a tool as as you described it to say like catch yourself in that moment and walk yourself through these steps. So here are the steps. The R is for recognize what ha- is happening. That's the right. Okay, I can feel myself getting really angry in this moment right now. The garbage. Right, my person, face is getting hot. My heart yeah. is beating faster. Like all of the recognize can be an intellectual recognition or a physical recognition. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and I was going to use it like if the garbage person, as I sit outside and watch Garbage Day, and it's like, they didn't take the recycling bag. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more serious situation should this be used for. I love that example. <laughs> <laughs> so the A is for allow the experience to be there just as it is. Oh, I struggle with this one, Rod. We can come back to it, but this one's the hardest one for me. But let's come back to it. Keep going through okay. the model. The the I is investigate with interest and care. Right. So it's it's be curious. Okay, like what? 
OK, I had this reaction. I Why do I care about the garbage there. man? But why is that? Yeah. Like, what is it yeah. that's uh, triggering me? And then the end yeah. is um, nurture with self-compassion. Right. And that's the, OK, situation. You, you recognized you're allowing it to be there. You learn more about yourself and, and you're asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just nurturing your it's basically you're not trying to solve it or change it or you're just give it's this the self-care the self uh, nurturing mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. help you through it and it's um so leslie when you yes i'm very curious you you um you have something against the letter a <laughs> i do we, we all want to know <laughs> my whole life roderick my whole life i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding no, okay a, so you, you here's what you... happens to me yeah it was hard okay so when i first uh heard this episode of the podcast and uh, i hope it's okay that we're riffing off you dr Lori santos but really yeah. it's because we are big fans and we just we've been ha- talking about this ever since that episode and thought mm-hmm. why not talk about it here um, so I like to write myself little sticky notes. I am I am surrounded by uh, sticky notes of things that I've heard that just really resonate with my being, whether it's quotes or like, or this rain model. Mm-hmm. So I finished listening to the podcast and I was all like, oh my, this is life changing. I need mm-hmm. this. I needed that information when I first heard it. You know, does that ever happen to you? Like you hear something and you're like, oh, how yeah. did that show up right now? That was me with the rain model. So I wrote it down for myself sort of shortly after listening to the podcast and I wrote the A as acknowledge. And so for a couple of days, I was going around thinking, recognize, acknowledge, investigate, nurture. And then I liked the episode so much, I listened to it again. That's the degree of my fangirldom. And I realized that the A is actually allow. And I thought how interesting that I got caught up on that letter. Like how interesting that I had a glitch in my internal system, if we think of ourselves as like Mm -hmm. little computers, how interesting that I had a glitch in my system about allow. And I think, I think as I've been, and you can imagine I've been ruminating. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that comes from the idea that I have a hard time if it's a quote unquote bad emotion or negative response, right? Like I get angry or, you know, I'm sad or, you know, we're, we're almost like for us where we work, we are two weeks away from being a full year working from home or in winter it's in Canada. It's been dark for a really long time. And so, you know, that notion of just allowing myself to be in a funk or allowing myself to be upset or angry, I realized this this really helped me to realize how I still struggle with that to this mm-hmm. day, that it's not easy for me to allow those quote unquote, and I think it's important to put them in air quotes because I don't think there are good and bad emotions. Mm-hmm. Like intellectually, I don't think that there are good and bad emotions, but clearly experientially, I have some labels going, like I, I have some labels going on about mm-hmm. good and bad. And when something bad shows up, I have a hard time with the A. Yeah. And so it was cool in and of itself because it let me just like sit with that, um, sit with that letter and sit with that thinking and go, okay, like what, where can I be more comfortable with this allow piece? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So was there a, is there a, oh, go, 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 go. I was going to ask you if there's a letter and, that stands well, out for you because, but you asked me your follow up question first. Well, go. yeah. So allow and acknowledge aren't that different. 
So oh, I think the they're totally different. Thing? Oh, um, acknowledge to me is kind of like, um, here's, I'm going to do a visual of it because this visual just came into my head. Acknowledge is, um, you're kind of out of it. Like you're, you're watching a stream flowing by. Allow to me means that I acknowledge, I, here I am using acknowledge, but I allow yeah. myself to be in the stream. I know I'm in the stream of experience. Acknowledge just feels a little bit separate to me versus allow sort of says I am in this. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's more of a acknowledge to me is more of an intellectual um, mm. experience and allow is more whole being like my whole body is in mm. this funk it, or this, you know, anger or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Is it like, um, you're saying to yourself, it's okay that I'm in here and acknowledge is like, I see that I'm in here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Right. Like acknowledge is more like, Oh, look at it is look at that emotion over there. Allow is I'm angry and I'm going to let myself be angry. Yeah. That as a woman is not like, we are very hardcore programmed. I I think we are as Canadians in general, but then as women, like hardcore program that anger is not a pretty emotion. And so allowing myself to, to sit in anger, not easy and a very different game from, um, and to me, like recognize and acknowledge are almost more alike mm-hmm. than allow and acknowledge. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's that initial, like, Oh, look at that. Yeah. And then allow is more the, let it wash over you experiences, yeah. which, I, which is why I think I, I go to, I think about water cause it, like you're in it, you know, yeah. you're in the water. You're not just on the bank of the stream, watching it go by. Like you are in that yeah. water. You're yeah. in it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the um, um, one, I was reading this uh, another book recently on perfection, which is a topic we like to explore. Oh yeah, and it that's was, our other <laughs> that's had, our it, other topic. Yeah, yeah. In there, it it, it was referring to uh, writings and research on that. That basically was saying to cha- to the first step into change is actually to uh, accept who you are and where you are and the the blockage to changing anything is by is that um not accepting not not just yeah recognizing and accepting you you know what you're bringing to the table who you are and yeah so it's interesting it's like the step is be okay with who you are to then be able to change where most people approach a situation is like no i have to be different Right. And then that becomes right. the blockage is because they're not accepted. Right. Or just like if I accept myself where I am, is it can I just be OK with where I am? Yeah. Like, yes, we all want to tinker, right? Like we all want to tinker. We're tinkerers. That's what we do. But can I for the majority of my life or aspects of my life be OK with where I am? Yeah. Can I share an example? It's super yes. personal and it may make you feel awkward. <laughs> because I'm going to do it anyway. So as a woman, I am uh, starting to go into perimenopause, which no one talks about ever because it's like the big shame. It's, you know, you grow up calling it the change as though we should never talk about it ever again. And for a long time, I've kind of been rallying against it and kind of in denial about the changes that are happening and just sort of um, 
really kind of at odds with myself, I would say, because it's happening whether I want it to or not. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a physical process. It's happening. But I have been doing everything to keep it at, to intellectually and emotionally to try to keep it at bay. And of course, that just inevitably makes things way, way worse. And so I started applying the RAIN model, like recognizing here I am. Yeah. And then again, I got caught up on the A, I got caught up on the allow. And now in the last couple of weeks, I would say, I'm getting more comfortable with the allow. And it's so much easier. Yeah. Like I just, I feel so much better. I feel so much more at peace and, uh, and okay with it, you know, but it's, it's, it's taken me a while to get, like, I think that's an important yeah. thing to know maybe is that you don't just go from like recognize to allow overnight. There's no. a little, there can be a little bit of space between the letters. Yeah, bit of it's space. true. You know, I appreciate you explaining this because I don't think I had, uh, I'll be honest. Like, I think I've, I'm good at the recognize now and then I don't really mm-hmm. do much beyond that. So, so I don't have the, the experience of actually tinkering with applying this model as you have. Um, oh. So as you've explained it, I, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I've really gone to the next steps. I'll t- Let me say the, the other points, perhaps this is why like the, the I investigate and the N and nurture. I mean, I understand those words um, and I could obviously fake explain it to somebody, but um, it, but in a way it's like, Oh, I was wondering what those are really like. Um, so I think I get the investigate one. That's, but I don't know. I think what the you... magic with investigate is that it's done in a gentle, loving way, right? That it's not like, what the hell's wrong with you? That you're just fighting against yourself like this. Like, just get over it. Like, that's right. that's not the I, right? The I yeah. is, oh, like, what's going on? Like, Like, you would talk to someone you really deeply love. You know right. what I mean? Like where you see someone you love and you know that they're struggling. How would you talk to them? What questions would you ask them? How would you help them sort it out? It's applying right. that same loving, that unconditional loving that you would do um, to someone you loved truly, truly, truly in a, in a compassionate and, uh, and, and, you know, clear way. Yeah. It's, love can be complicated so if you but if you think about that person in your life where you really do have that sort of i'm always hesitant to use the word unconditional love because yeah. i don't know but but that sense of really caring about that person and really caring about who they are how they're going through life what their experiences are yeah. that person yeah you know you, you just triggered an idea perhaps a, a nice way to think of this is think of what you would do with a friend and, and and you would do these things. You would recognize, hey, friend, like I, I feel you're stressed out and they would recognize and you would you would allow a person to right. and much more than yourself. Ask questions. Because I was going to say that to you. I feel like you do this with me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I actually think you're quite good at this. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's, it's that perspective of do you, you know, you, what you would do for someone a friend uh, and a loved one is different than what you do for you think about for yourself. And then that's perhaps the, 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 well, for me, that's the, the, I think going to be the best way for me to shift this over to now, let me do this for myself. Cause then the, when you get to nurturing, it's very easy to be caring for somebody to acknowledge, you know, to saying, allowing them to be in that moment. Yeah. And, uh, and caring for them 
and it, and I I'm holding back from saying through it. It's like the the natural thing is like you want to then move out of that moment. But I guess this whole right. thing is no. It's just allow it to be there and recognize and learn from it, and then. Well, isn't that interesting? Right? Yeah. 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 It, yeah. it can easily, that's such an interesting idea, Rod, that really most of us, when we apply things like this, it's because we want to get on the other side of the thing. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like we, we right? But I, I really love that you said that because the allow says something different. Allow says, I'm going to be in it. Yeah. Now, does this model, like, can this help me transform? Yeah. But that's not why I enter into the model, right? Like yeah. it, it, it's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a good one. That's, that's a juicy and then one. I, I think it's fair to say that we, for others as well as ourselves, I know I do this. It's like there's, a, depending on how upset the person is, there's an uncomfortableness that we have with others being upset as well as ourselves, and we do try yes. to move yes. them through it. You know, get back to being fine. And, and that's I think like the the society like how we as a society think about emotions. Well, and it was in, it was interesting. I was talking to a, a a girlfriend of mine, MK, last weekend, um, and I was talking to her about all this perimenopause stuff. And she, as I think, as I look back, like at no point did she try and fix what I was talking about. Like she took me through the rain model. As I'm thinking about it now, yeah, she legit just allowed me to ex- like. We talked about it, which was the recognize. She allowed yeah. me to experience. She asked me some wonderful, compassionate questions. And then she was just super nurturing as a friend. And at no point did she say, which is, tends to be my go-to, have you tried, have you tried, what about this, yeah. go do that, did yeah. I, right? Like, I don't know, I get all task-oriented with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's... I think this is outside of being task-oriented. Yeah. I think, you know what, that mm. is the thing to remember as we're learning about this, or if anybody listening would be trying to apply is perhaps the hardest thing uh, for anyone will be is to not try to do that, not try to solve it, the situation. Yeah. Just allow the situation to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of all the times I try and solve not only my problems, but other, and I say problems in quotation marks, but others yeah. as well. And I think, huh. Yeah. This is this is different from that. This is really different from that. Yeah. Let me ask you a question uh, around the investigate okay. and and um. Does it ever, like, so whether you're doing these steps or not, but um, if you're in a situation where you're bothered by something and you're like, it's because mm-hmm. of, you know, this thing happened, it's making me wound up, I, you know, I got to fix it, they got to change it. And then you think about it a little bit more and you kind of see it as, oh, maybe that's not the real issue, it's some other issue. But do you get yeah. stuck on the original issue? Do you like, because it was so emotional when you felt it. It's like, it's got to be, even though you're starting to see it might be some other underlying thing going on. Do you get stuck on that first, inter- like, hypothesis? Well, I think, I, like, I think you got, this comes back to allow a little bit, right? Woo, we are caught on allow today. <laughs> is I think you got to let yourself feel the feels first. Like, I yeah. think you've got to, if you're having that intense visceral reaction, um, like, I think you got to let yourself feel the feels first. One of my favorite questions to ask myself, especially if I'm, if the heat I'm feeling is in relation to another human being is there's something about that guy that I can't stand about me. 
And it's that notion that, um, that notion that when you are frustrated or angry with another person, it's very often because they're behaving in a way that there is a part of you that is like that and you don't like it in yourself. And so whenever I have a really strong reaction to someone, I try to think of, okay, what am I hiding from myself? What am I not seeing? What, how am I contributing? What am I doing? Um, like that, that is, that is in some way, like, cause, because other people, when they do stupid stuff, it just kind of, you go, (laughs) look at that over there, that happening. And, but then sometimes it just really hits you. And so I do think there's a, there's something interesting about investigating when something does hit you really hard. What is the why behind that? And yeah. I think I just want to say as a disclaimer, this is obviously we're not talking about if someone is actually hurting you or being mentally or physically abusive. Like that is yeah. different. That's yeah. like a get away and run. Like yeah. I'm not saying sit around and investigate if someone is being a horrible person towards you. Yeah. But like just in the in the regular course of life, yeah. um, as you're engaging with people at work or in your family or whatever, if someone's really ticking you off, I always try to look inside and go, hmm. Yeah. Where's no, that totally. coming from? What's inside me that I don't want to know? Yeah. Oh, and that's like there's so much. You're right to, to call out that distinction, but aren't there so many situations where somebody says something like, did you get a chance to finish that, you know, X, you know, dot, dot, dot. And you're thinking, Oh, that person is saying that to embarrass me yeah. in front of everybody else. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and really they're probably just asking cause they need that thing to get done so that they can go into something else. Right? Like most of the time people's questions, most of the time, not always people's yeah. questions are, are innocuous and it's just because they themselves need to do something else and yeah. you know they're not uh, they're not purposely seeking out to embarrass or uh you know humiliate you or whatever but it's it's hard to it's it's hard sometimes to know that it's it's hard to not take it personally for yeah. sure yeah definitely yeah i think the investigation but doing that investigation yeah. i think with gently is the magic sorry what were you going to say yeah no you're right gently is the magic it's it's to actually perhaps each of these steps is to do it gently without like a prescribed trying to direct it anywhere Mm -hmm. yeah that's probably the toughest easier said than done friends easier said than done I will not say that like I've ever just flipped a switch and this just like happens. There's yeah. it's a lot of conscious practice that makes this happen, you know? Oh yeah. Like it's 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 uh it's an always on model if you like. That's yeah. I don't know, are you I don't know. We're using that term at work a lot right now. Always on. This is an all the rain model is an always on model, oh. I think, for well, living life. I could just to sidestep onto that, like always on. I find and I think everybody is in the same situation. It's like, it is meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, always video calling, always on. Yeah. I'm so tired at the end of the day. I, I'm oh, sleeping so sake. much yes. more. Uh, mm-hmm. than my, and that's just because the brain is engaged. Uh, always, always on is right. How are you feeling about that? Like if we if we were to rain model that, how are you feeling about that need for more sleep, about that? What's oh, what's going on for you? Actually, with that? well, I feel very uh I feel very good that I'm adjusted by sleeping more. Actually, I feel good for you. Um yeah, and um uh, it's more of a 
a kind of a novel observation. It's like, oh, oh yeah, went to bed at nine and woke up at like seven, which is like a ten-hour yeah. thing. Um, and that's not catching up. That's just like, uh, and that's and, how uh, much sleep we need now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel very. I think I feel very lucky that I don't have uh, other demands like taking care of uh, small kids or, or whatever that you know make me you know that I need to do other things. I'm able to just do that for myself. Mm. Um, so no, I, I mean, I feel, but it's just the observation of that, the always on thing. Um, I was going to say, I, th I, the, the discussion into the rain model here highlights what I, I find extremely useful from our conversations and, and it's how it's any of these things as simple as they are. And it's like the whole world of we're bombarded on, you know, wherever we get our information, here's a new trick to do, but it's yes. a new model or new thing. But life hacks for happiness, yeah. life hacks for <laughs> compassion, you know, all that business. Yes, yes. Yeah, but each actually requires practice and mm -hmm. deliberate kind of reflection and, and this kind of recognizing the parts that are hard about it. Um, and I think the, the, the practice part here is, is really important and then the, and then the holding back on trying to change isn't that interesting for us mm -hmm. to say like we're all about like, helping <laughs> us change but we're saying like the message here is don't try to change anything just <laughs> well i think it's 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 don't try to change anything because you feel you're not perfect yeah right like is how i interpret it is yeah. like don't don't label yourself as because i am too much of this or not enough of that I therefore need to change right yeah. like changing so that we can find a happier way to live and find more contentment in life or whatever that's a different jam yeah. but it's the change where we're labeling ourselves as imperfect in some way yeah um doesn't someone have a song perfectly imperfect isn't that isn't that a lyric somewhere i don't know Probably. i play the cello so i don't know all what the kids are listening to these days Rod. but i <laughs> i do not play songs with lyrics it's a true <laughs> statement um although i've been listening to the beatles this weekend and i have been strongly desiring to play some cello quartet uh beatles music i'm not gonna lie to you but um you know, like that's, I think the magic is that, is, is that change in the, in the essence of trying to find a path to a happier us. Mm. Um, yes, please change because we're labeling ourselves in some sort of negative way. Maybe not so much. Yeah. Yeah. That, totally agree. And I think that change starts from this when you're at a spot, if you can, uh, help yourself be in a spot where you're you filtering out or reducing the that stress undertone or the you mm -hmm. know the, this the the negative or the fight or flight response the um the thing that can freeze us um and then getting to a zone of like uh if you're free of that you just start thinking of things that are interesting like I observe this for myself is like, and then I, my mind can go to places of stuff I'd like to do. And it's, so it's the foundation. I think the stuff we're talking about helps you get to get to that spot where you can think about the other areas that you want to grow into. Mm -hmm. 
I'm, I'm just, I'm just also meditating. I don't know why this is just coming to me now, but there's a part of me as well that's thinking about the fact that the rain model has a water relation because you know that saying mm. of water finds a way. Yes. Um, you know, and and so I think of when you allow, when you go through this model, there is a sense of you're 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 finding the way, right? Which is I think sort of what you were saying, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you're finding a way that is your path to happiness, just as mm-hmm. water always finds a way. What's what tools and tricks and everything can you use in your life to find your way? Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe that's too like meta like maybe I've just been I don't know, maybe it's too early on a Sunday. I don't know, but that just really <laughs> no, strikes me. True. And maybe it's also because I'm a water baby. Um but like I, I, I just think about that as a Again, back to the intro, right? Like, what yeah. are all the tools we can have in our toolkit that will help us find our way? And yeah. I feel like this model is a is a great one. Yeah, well, I really you, do. You would also, uh, you've said this. It's the um, what have you said before? Like this too shall pass. It's the, it's like water flows yeah. by. It's the the, yeah. the the moment will flow by. It is a very watery kind of metaphor. The rain model, which is app, you know, very appropriate. I just, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean that you're a water baby? What is that? that Oh, I love water. I love water. I love swimming. I love kayaking. I love being on water in water. Uh, Like I just, I am happiest in and around water. I had a picture of, uh, do you know that, remember Nirvana's album where the baby was in the water? I was like, boy, were you like a baby and your parents threw you in like pools to... Oh, I did. Uh, I did as a child. I, I went to swimming lessons and a, the woman threw me in the pool, what felt like the deep end, but I was like five or six or something. So it was probably not, but it felt like the deep end. And when someone came and rescued me and took me out of the pool, I just apparently stared her down, picked up my towel and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do that to me again. And said to my mother, don't ever take me there again. Don't ever, and it took years for me to get back to swimming. It was terrible. And I mean, now I'm so glad, you know, all sorts of life happened after that to make me love water again. But yeah, Yeah. it was, it was, uh, it was traumatizing. Don't ever do that to your kids, people. It's horrible. (laughs) It's horrible. If only I'd known about the rain model back then, but I'm actually glad I picked up my towel and left. I'm glad I was a sassy kid. Yeah. It's it's true. It, it, kids it, should tra- be trained to be a bit sassy, I think. I know. So I, I had that approach to raising my kids. And of course, now as they go through the teenage years and are sassy, it's a little bit difficult. I'm kind of thinking to myself, well, what do you better? <laughs> yeah. You should have let them get it out when they were younger, Rod. <laughs> no, I did. But it just set them up for even more. It did, yeah, I was like... pretty sassy as a teen. <laughs> been a misnomer maybe don't listen to me seeing how i don't have kids and all and i have cats maybe i'm not the person <laughs> on to give parenting advice no. <laughs> all right. well, this is a juicy topic i always know yeah. we've talked about something juicy when we have to end with giggles because yes. like we just need to get it all out but honestly guys if if you haven't started listening to the happiness lab can't recommend it enough this episode in particular um, you can hear more about the science and the background and all that, but we just wanted to share our experience and thinking um, with the RAIN model because I really do think it is a cool thing to have in your toolkit. Yes, I, it is. I agree. 
Thanks, Leslie. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Rod. Can I do one last thing before we close? Please do. Now that we have newer listeners, and welcome once again, um, I would love it if folks don't mind if you could just leave us a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts. It is the best way for other people to find out about our podcast, and I feel like we're just ready for other folks to start listening. We want to help as many people as we can. You know that's our jam. And uh, so if you don't mind giving us a five-star rating, and if you're really feeling cheeky, you could even leave a little review but five star rating five star rating if you don't mind would be much appreciated thanks rod thank you thanks everybody bye bye